0: Hello, wrestling fans. Joe Morata here from our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter if you don't, at OVP Podcast. and get your daily wrestling clips, or perhaps you found this on Twitter and you're listening for the first time. Thank you very much. I'm here today on Friday, February the 19th to get your weekend started right by presenting to you something from the OVP archives, that being the Mount Rushmore and Death Valley of Harvey Whippleman protégés. Now Mount Rushmore and Death Valley is a segment that we used to do on our regular show for the first hundred episodes. And then we did a bunch of extra ones. And it's where we rank the four best and four worst of something. Again, this case, it is for Dr. Harvey Whippleman, a well-regarded manager, obviously, not only in the World Wrestling Federation, but as downtown Bruno in Memphis as well. And we're going to talk about the four best and four worst proteges that Harvey Whippleman had when he was a manager. Now, I like to always put this disclaimer in when we replay old material. This was originally recorded in September of 2018. It is quite possible that our opinions on certain things have changed since then. But as always, feel free to call us out on it anyway. That'd be fun. Honestly, thank you so much for listening. If this is your first time, stick around for next Monday, the 22nd. There'll be episode 212. You can check out episode 211 from this past Monday right now in the archives there. Let's go ahead and listen to it. Again, September of 2018, it is the Mount Rushmore and Death Valley of Harvey Whippleman protégés. Hello, wrestling fans and patrons, and welcome to another OVP Mount Rushmore and Death Valley Extra. This is episode number six for Friday, September 14th, 2018. I, of course, am Joe Murata. That guy's Michael Quinn. I know, Michael. Howdy doody. Howdy doody. Ready to get extra? I'm um, getting extra, extra. Read all about E. Yeah, let's read all about E. Uh, Quinn, what's going on with you? Some uh, some washing machine woes, I understand. Yeah, so I was, um,
1: I had noticed my washing machine was acting a little funky. You know, when I first moved in, uh, it was a little loud, and, uh, you know, it, but it worked. Mm-hmm. You know, everything sure. was functional. Yeah, it funked. Now um, it's funky. Now it's funky. So it got quieter. And I was like, oh, maybe it just fixed itself, right? Yeah. But I started noticing at the end the clothes were very damp. They were like... Dank? Dri- were they like, dank? They weren't dank. They were <laughs> definitely like cleaned. Oh, but, okay. But like they smell. They-, they didn't smell. They were like dripping wet. Sopping. They were sopping. Kip sopping. Like I would put them in the dryer because they- it's
0: one of those like the dryers on top kind of deals. I never understood that. I mean, like, why? why Why the washer wouldn't be on top? Because gravity. You're just pulling down and throwing in instead of lifting up. You've got all that water on the bottom. If you put that on the top, it would collapse oh, it the damn thing. Yeah, it, right. Or it might collapse it. Or it so, could collapse it. That's right. A good point. Physics. So, yeah. So, what's so, going on now? So, so I
1: did a couple of tests uh, <laughs> where I op- kind of <laughs> creeped it open. And actually, I even got to see it, like, when it was running. Right. It's basically, like making the noise of, like, when it's spinning, but it's not spinning. It's it, not doing anything. It's, it's no-selling. It's basically going... like But it's that. not doing shit. But, but it's, nothing's happening on the inside. <laughs> it's draining the water. It's filling the water. It's making the noise like it's spinning the thing, but it's not spinning anything.
0: Wow. So... So you got to get in touch with your uh, super there? Is that yeah, what it's called? The, the superintendent, yes. <laughs> super the, Nintendo? The super Nintendo
1: Skinner. <laughs> like, but what was the superintendent on... Um, the Simpsons I don't know groundskeeper Willie No 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 superintendent I Jacob's know. I don't remember his Principal name Principal Skinner but that's no, not the Skinner superintendent Skinner was the prin- there yeah. was the superintendent
0: Anyway, (laughs) folks, thank you for your patronage. As always, we're here for another bout of uh, Rushmore and Death Valley action. Now, this one's an interesting one, Quinn, because it involves a manager. It involves people that he's managed. Unfortunately. (laughs) And it was a request by our good friend, Andrew LaSalle, as he makes sure to uh, point out the correct pronunciation. It's not LaSalle. It's not LaSalle.
1: Uh, (laughs) How do you spell his name? I don't even remember. L-A-C-E-L-L-E. LaSalle. Yeah. Hmm. E L L E
0: two L's two L's okay. two E's, but they're not next to each other. Okay. Well, let's get out of the spelling game. <laughs> and
1: let's get to the the Rushmore here.
0: So this is a request from Andrew Lassell, and it is the Mount Rushmore and Death Valley of Harvey
1: Whippleman proteges. Harvey Whippleman. Whippleman. Ugh. Well. Okay. Yeah, wait, I, okay. So, <laughs> let's be frank here. Okay. Nobody is good on this list, maybe a besides couple,
0: one person. One or two, we we'll have and, to and see. And
1: he's not even like the best ever or anything.
0: The the good person from yeah. this list? No, yeah. he's not. Now, Harvey Whippleman, of course, is a uh, better known, well, also known, I should say, as Downtown Bruno. Right. From uh, Memphis. I always thought Downtown Bruno was a way better name than Harvey Wilkman, did you? Yes, absolutely. And that's probably why they didn't let him keep it, you know, because <laughs> they I mean, wanted
1: to nerd him up. Yeah, but he they could have went for the slimy instead of the nerdy. I never understood what the nerdy thing was about. Was that just because, like, Jameson was around and they wanted to make him, like,
0: an evil Jameson or something. <laughs>
1: like, he's That's what he kind of is. He kind
0: of was. Now, if uh, if you don't know too much about Harvey, that's okay. He came to the WWF in uh, late 91, actually, and uh, was a manager of a couple of people Not that were, champions. That were <laughs> you know, when he first started. <laughs> yeah. uh, the Warlord, Big Bully Busick, you know, guys that we're going to talk about, and yeah. no, most notably Sid. Now, the thing with him is that his initial gimmick was he was like a crooked doctor I guess yeah. Like he had
1: like um you know had the stethoscope with him and the bag and all that crap, but Is that kind of, some kind of rib on
0: Zahorian? He, he was Dr. Harvey Whippleman, right? Doctor Harvey Whippleman. And then they just yeah. started
1: just calling him Harvey
0: Whippleman. In early ninety three, after his Kamala yeah. thing failed uh-huh. Kamal got locked in the casket and got all scared right and then he was bowling and stuff and then he went bowling with like, uh, slick Harvey came back in like regular non-doctor attire and no more hat yeah but he still wore really dumb shit like, dumb shit like yeah. really like he had one brown suit that I
1: always <laughs> remembered. that he looked like he looked like a used car salesman or a vacuum cleaner salesman like vacuum door cleaner to, to like, door vacuum cleaner salesman from like the 50s yeah right? like it just excuse me madam this brown suit and like a yellow shirt I, I just remember it. it. It was burned into my memory for some reason. He, you know, just, he looked like shit. That's really. a
0: popular look now in Williamsburg, Brooklyn.
1: Yeah, it's weird because you see any picture of him like
0: not doing that, and he's always wearing like a leather yeah, coat. Yeah, like, he just it, looks like a normal person. He looks like a normal 90s guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he is not known as one of the premier managers. I mean, if we had to put the... So his period of time as a manager was mainly like 92... 91 to 94-ish. And then he He was around in 95. He was, but he only had like one person. Right. We'll get to that. Give or take. Yeah. Yeah. So like in that sphere, Bobby's gone, right? So the A manager in like 91, 92, 93 is Jimmy Hart. Would you say? Uh, Yeah.
1: I would feel that Harvey came to be when there was no managers, basically. And
0: they were kind of phasing away from that. But he was never the top one because even when Jimmy Hart left, Cornette was still there. Yeah. And Cornette became like the A-heel manager in, like, 95. Unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't good either. Not there. I mean, obviously, he yeah. was good in, in his who? element.
1: Okay, by 90, 95, 96, who yes. would you say is, like, the best manager? Sonny. Like, what about Clarence Mason? He's got the whole nation of domination.
0: Oh, and he had Bulldog and Owen for a yeah. while in late 96, remember? I,
1: I guess, like, he was... He was okay. It's
0: sad that that's the best one. He didn't even oh. really talk. Paul Bear. When he got Vader... I when just, Paul Bear had Vader and Mankind and then Kane later. Honestly, Bearer,
1: Paul Bear, can I just say he never felt like a manager to me? He's just like another ghoul that hangs out with The Undertaker. But as a, as like, a heel, he
0: was really good. Because
1: he's he's only. Uh, Paul Bear was like exclusive to magical people and Vader. And Vader somehow. Yeah. Like, like, like he just had
0: Vader yeah, for a that while. Was, that was weird, but like, yeah. <laughs> so let's get to Harvey, though, Quinn. So, yeah, he doesn't have a very impressive roster, he has enough for eight slots. He does. So. There's enough people. I guess, Um. I mean, you and I both know who number one is going to be. Who right. We, who we think it should be. So, you know what? Let's do an unprecedented on the count of three, since we both know. There's no question about yeah. it. We'll say who it is. One, two three Sid, Sid Justice uh, Justice uh, yes. I was hoping you would say Sorry. like
1: vicious and I would say justice <laughs> or you'd say like psycho psycho
0: yeah like something like that Sid was the best he ever got as a manager in the WWF well
1: it was the main event of wrestling with a co-main event even Harvey couldn't even get the <laughs> one main event but he got the Hulk Hogan one he so got that's the Hulk Hogan slot yeah
0: yeah so I mean you have uh, you have Sid who got him in the WWF Oh, it's is actually that true. They're friends, yeah. How? How? What is that connection? Because Harvey's from, from like
1: USWA and stuff. I thought Sid is like more was like a WCW guy through and
0: through. Sid started in Memphis, did he? Yeah, I didn't yeah, know. That. Continental down south. Wait, Continental. Oh, we got to get to those. Continental Remember, he was episodes. Lord Humongous. Oh, that was him, right? Yeah, it was okay, Sid. yeah,
1: yeah. Okay, that's how they're connected. That's huh? how
0: they're connected. So they knew each other, and somehow, I guess, uh, Vince liked something about him, put him with Sid, which I I don't know that I ever liked. I get that it, and I'll explain Why, it to it's you. It's a
1: big guy and a little guy.
0: Right, it, mm-hmm. it makes Sid
1: look enormous. Yeah, I It guess. makes him look bigger than he is. Like, what is Sid, 6'8"? I mean, in,
0: in kayfabe? Yeah. six eight, six nine. yeah.
1: So, if you put him <laughs> next to Harvey, who's like five, 5, five or something, like Sid legit, looks like yeah. he's 7 feet tall. Okay, I mean, like, I, that's, I understand it that. It adds a couple inches. It makes Sid look a little bit taller than he is. Did Sid really need that, though? Um, if they were portraying him as the monster that he was supposed to be, then yes.
0: Okay, that's fair. So obviously, the connection with Sid only lasted from like around early 92, once Sid turned heel, until WrestleMania 8, because Sid's out of the company within weeks after WrestleMania 8. He's going, taking his scissors elsewhere. (laughs) Taking his softball and squeegee Mm -hmm. and getting the hell out of here. Yeah. But, that notwithstanding... It was the main event of WrestleMania 8 that right. he was in, and that was the best guy out of all the roster of people that we'll mm-hmm. get to. We yeah. know that's the best guy that he managed.
1: Uh, just on an aside, why did Sid leave in 1990? Like, what, like, um, pay or
0: something? Like, why was he leaving? If I'm not mistaken, he refused to take a drug test. Oh. Uh, he was in the midst of a feud, Quinn, did you know? With was the- he a drug guy? Well, I don't know. Everyone was okay, to wrestling. Yeah, you know? I, I don't know. It's like he, music. He, he never came off as
1: like a drug-filled fiend. I don't
0: know. Well, maybe not a fiend, but it's like asking if like someone in a rock band like took dope. You right, know what okay. I mean? Like, gotcha, gotcha. He didn't want to take. It could have been steroids. Yeah, it might. That might have been the drug cast was, he didn't want to yeah. take. You know, but that's off the top of my head. But he was actually in the midst of a feud with the Undertaker after Hogan. Did you know that on the house show circuit? Yeah, that wasn't on TV though. Because no, Undertaker um, was. Uh, didn't he move to? Kamala. He moved to Kamala. But I think there, yeah. Sid Undertaker's on Rampage 92 in the UK mm. on that pay-per-view. That's weird. Yeah, but it was a weird feud, but I don't even know if Harvey would... That kind of makes sense, though, because they're both tall guys and yeah. they battle the monsters kind of thing. Right, and then five years later, they would actually reignite that feud, right, you know, right. WrestleMania 13. But obviously... In terms of wrestlers, you're going to hear some of the names coming out here. This is going to be one more. Well, after this, it's yeah. it's all downhill from here. It really kind of is. So,
1: after this, everyone might seem like they belong on Death Valley,
0: but they <laughs> But kind, it's Harvey Wubleman. Yeah, yeah, they so. can. not But Sid is definitely the most accomplished. I mean, he was a world champion right. two times later, but he was a world champion. The pairing, I guess, if you're going to defend the big little thing, I can see the pairing being okay. Right. Yeah, it's a heel. No also, one like Harvey used to call everyone little man, but he was little you know, it's kind of funny. He's yeah. called Finkel, little man, yeah. of all people, right? Right, yeah. All right, so are we pretty much undisputed here? Sid yeah, is going I in, think he's number one. undisputed champion <laughs> of Harvey um, oh. Whippleman protégés. Okay, so for number one, he don't know shit. Yeah. Sid. Well, Quinn, you can go where I can go. What do you want to do here?
1: Um, I guess I'll
0: propose this one. Yeah, go ahead.
1: I can't. Anything I propose is bad. It's gonna like, all sound bad. Bertha Fay. Sure, I love Bertha Faye. So the reason I love because Bertha. to me it's the most like extensive storyline Harvey Whippleman probably ever had. <laughs> like on it, other than the Fink feud. Yeah. I mean, well, seriously, like this whole thing where he's like in love with
0: Bertha. With fake Roseanne. Now,
1: yeah. So it's weird because when Bertha comes in and Harvey shows up soon thereafter, she's like biker gear yeah. or something so, and like
0: she has like fuzzy hair yes yeah, and- so this is Rhonda Singh yeah. and she was uh, known as Monster Ripper that was the gimmick she came in dressed in was she from Glow by any chance like oh, a no, couple years earlier so. you, I think she, she was she seems like somebody that would be in Glow I think she was from like Japan and stuff like that oh, okay. and, and just overseas gotcha. I think uh, I think Stu Hart probably had what, something wait, to do with what? it yeah, because she I <laughs> think <laughs> 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 it's <laughs> wonderful They call you the the the, the the monster ripper. <laughs> um, but the problem with with Bertha Fay, first of all, is that there's no women's division, so to speak. Well, no?
1: there's a women's champion, and that's all there is. And she would beat her very quickly, and then have nothing to do. Correct I me, mean, other than like sometimes on Raw there would be like a ran- very yeah. like randomly, like every four weeks ish, like <laughs> Bertha Faye would defend the title against like, some jabron, right?
0: or J- Jabrona is maybe, that what the female a,
1: is would, Jabrona, yeah. maybe a lundra <laughs> would be on commentary ew and King would make a nose remark to her like you <laughs> know you know what I mean like it would be that shit million but, dollar body but a ten cent face right and Harvey would be like like oogling over Bertha the whole time so she'd th- fit in great now right so this whole thing that why it got weird is so she's like biker Bertha or whatever for
0: like one appearance
1: yep and then all of a sudden she's like Polka she's dots. in love, right? Yeah. And she's wearing like fun outfits, I guess
0: you'd call them hideously garish, like pink things, you yeah, know, like, and, like polka dots. And yeah, and she's silly. She, I remember she had weird boots, weird like, boots, and she had like her hair and like two side ponytails, right? So like, she looks stupid. She, she looks she like a cabbage patch doll, right?
1: And her makeup was overdone <laughs> on yep. purpose because it's she's trying to impress Harvey, right? Is that is that what they were
0: going for? That's what they were going for, and then Harvey yeah. fell in love with her, and yeah. it was this whole like stupid B story that they just carried throughout like may I behind note, the scenes may
1: I note again this is not the first or and it won't be the last instance of Harvey and someone bigger than him that's it, true like someone way too like way bigger than him
0: that's true now Bertha of tenure notwithstanding because it was only about five months or so it wasn't right. long uh, I think that the you're right in the sense that at least there was a storyline to this pairing. It was all building to SummerSlam, right? SummerSlam '95.
1: Yeah, I remember that was the bluff, and I remember it being weird because they had acted like it was this really like, like this big thing that they that had been going on. And I just thought to myself, even as a kid, I was like, like I thought I didn't know this was still going on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, by the time we got, like, I thought that because it was so. Rarely featured on any, not yeah, even on like it was, superstars it was or any, like, the scenes It wasn't even like
0: it was on like Action Zone and shit like that. You it, know, was,
1: but even then, it was like barely subtle. on the C shows. Like it was like <laughs> that's what I mean. It's like it was very subtle. Yeah, yeah, it was very behind the but scenes. But the time they get there, I remember. I think there was like a whole video package and every like there was like a whole. They were like, this has been going on since the Royal Rumble. It's it's every week. Like they've been acting. They're like it's acting gross. like
0: that. It was bad. Yeah. So. But it still might be one of the best. However, I have to volley here because... Oh, God, need, with who? We <laughs> need to get some names on here. I thought Bertha would be a shoe in well, comp-
1: considering some of these other names. In
0: all seriousness, okay. Adam Baum. Yeah, another big man. <laughs>
1: it's every person, isn't it?
0: It is. Now, Adam Baum, actually, Harvey was his second manager, if you recall. Who's his first? Johnny Polo. Oh, right, right, right. In 93.
1: Yeah, all those, I remember that because there's on a bunch of Coliseum tapes, like Johnny yep. Polo's very proud that he manages Adam Baum.
0: Yep, and that pairing didn't last long. Harvey had him by the fall of 93, and Harvey had him for out the rest of Bomb's heel run, which was till like the summer of 94. When
1: did Polo leave for ECW? Because it's in 94, so... October
0: of 94. October 93, you mean? 94. Oh, I thought he was in ECW earlier than that. No, he left him like uh, in October. maybe August but like around then okay no because he was at the Jacques versus Pierre like retirement match in October of 94 what Jacques fought Pierre in October of 94 when did that happen Montreal
1: in WWF or in like they some in like Grand Prix it. or some no shit. they co-promoted it okay. with,
0: with Jacques Rougeau what
1: is up with the Rougeaus and they can just like we're gonna do a show <laughs> you know where I
0: fight Hulk Hogan they're like, a promoter you know, they're, that, 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 that they're a family of promoters does
1: the Rougeau family still run a promotion to this day somehow like some, <laughs> like you know like they do like one-off shows
0: like in know. Canada I don't know <laughs> I actually don't know why the polo pairing with Bomb didn't work I heard they didn't get it along behind the scenes so that's what they that gave him that makes sense they okay. gave him Harvey yeah. and then Bomb got the quote Beckers right but the pairing for throughout 94 I guess most prominently can be seen at like rum uh, not Rumble uh, Wrestlemania 10 yeah where like Harvey is going to introduce Adam bomb and he gets into a fight with the Fink and then bomb I, comes out
1: I'll say this about Adam bomb when he first started he seemed like that he was going to be a thing Great look. Yeah, like, it's like, oh, damn. And Great And his look. music
0: was very menacing. Good music. Stupid yeah. gimmick. Like, I'm nuclear or whatever. Well, it's Superman it, 4.
1: No, well, I always thought that what we were supposed to get out of it was, like, it was supposed to be, like, he was the result of the Chernobyl accident. No, Chernobyl. Three Mile, three mile three
0: Island. Three Mile Island. Sorry. Yeah. The, Chernobyl's the, Russia. The other one. Yeah, yeah. The, the earlier There's one There's only, the like, US. two or three There's, nuclear yeah. meltdowns ever. <laughs> That one like, was 79, I think, yeah. Three Mile Island. Yeah. And he was billed as having lived there, which right. that's not a habitable place to begin with. Well, no.
1: If they're saying if he was a kid, he was there and it mutant made him grow or whatever. Like, that's what that was. I guess that's just the impression I got. Maybe I just made that up headcanon or something.
0: What kids are walking around Three Mile Island? No, well, it's an accident. So it happened suddenly and he was exposed. But you don't live like it's that's where the plant is. No one lives on it. Nobody lived on Three Mile Island. No, it's a nuclear plant island. It's a whole island. It's not a big island. Dave, well, it's three island. miles.
1: <laughs> How big could a nuclear plant be? A couple of feet. Yeah, a couple of feet. Like a clip. couple hundred feet. Like it's a, of feet it's a building.
0: On, like I, uh, you know like what I mean. Von Erick. Uh,
1: I'm just saying. <laughs> Patreon. There's a there's a whole rest of the miles there. I,
0: well maybe if someone out there that's listening to this can look up some more details about Three Mile is there Island. Isn't like a
1: residential neighborhood no, where the workers live? It's not it's
0: not like, it's not like a resort.
1: Now, it's, Three Mile Island, is yes. there is that like, you can't go there anymore, right? It's, it melted down, or was no. it like an almost meltdown? Only
0: one of the reactors uh, failed. The other right. one still works. Gotcha. So it's still in it's use, It's still I think. functional. But the other one's not.
1: Yeah, you can't go near it for like a thousand years or whatever it, the half-life it, is. It's something
0: like, like that. Yeah. So, but anyway, back to Bomb, right? So Brian Clark, good look, never got a good push in WWF. Like, then he was a dorky face. Like, hi! Right. Yeah same thing you're right though he looked like it was gonna be something in 94 right
1: and he had johnny polo and he had tag champ so it was like okay like, yeah but then it just kind of fizzled out and, and, and what's weird is when they turned him face he was around like fucking forever like after- like
0: the summer of 95 somehow I yeah know. <laughs> so and then he winds up in wcw as wrath know. so maybe adam bomb has potential here what
1: about um god I, there's like nothing <laughs> what about I can't believe I'm saying this for Rushmore. What? Because I have to, because it's like one of Harvey's biggest ones, Kamala.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't believe I'm saying this. Oh, man. Well, I mean, let's, okay, let's run it down. Right. So when Kamala returns in the spring of 92, mm-hmm. he's managed by, he's handled by Kimchi as always, handled. Right. Kimchi wasn't the manager. He just handled stuff for him. Well,
1: because you know, Kimchi knows Kamala. That's right. like the that's
0: kind of what I get out of it. It's <laughs> they have like a history.
1: But Kimchi doesn't speak English, nor does he have a mouth. So like, <laughs> and he, you know, he can't really make deals. He's handicapped. He just has a special relationship with Kamala. Right.
0: Um, he, he like he's not good with the contracts either, from what I understand. Kimchi found.
1: Kamala, or Kamala's from his village. I don't know, like what the story is, but right, I'm not sure
0: the whole like how the connection is, but but they know each other.
1: They're friends, and and basically, like it's you're supposed to think the manager because there was multiple managers. You're supposed to think in this case, like Harvey went and found Kimchi, and Kimchi was like, "Hey, I got this guy Kamala. Yeah, and and we're gonna come to the WWF and kick some ass, right?
0: Let's let's beat up the Undertaker. Let's start there, you know. So, I mean, they did have two pay per view matches. Right. Kamala versus The Undertaker. Mm-hmm. It was prominent enough that we know those matches really well. I mean, the right. first casket match on, on television was Harvey Whippleman was there. They had that big thing at SummerSlam 92, right? Yeah, that stupid match. Yeah, with the hearse. <laughs> with the hearse. Yeah. This is so hard because and, and it's but like,
1: didn't it go on till Survivor Series was still at Survivor Series. That's what I was yeah. The casket match right. at Survivor Series. Now, what, I always confuse this because the SummerSlam one also has a casket, but it's not a casket it's match. It's just in the hearse. What, it's just a hearse match. No, there's just a hearse
0: there because it's, it's a just long there ramp because yeah.
1: the Undertaker comes in on it. It's yeah. like it's like his like honky tonk man version. Yeah, of the vehicle. exactly. Like, Maybe
0: DDP was driving that yeah. too. Um, so, British DDP, <laughs> not imitation British double yeah. British DDP. DDP. Uh, it's very difficult to try to make I can't a case believe for it, Kamala come, being on Rushmore.
1: It's very difficult not to make a case that he belongs though, because as far as Harvey Whippleman people go.
0: Oh, God, I mean... This is very good. (laughs) This might be the the Rushmore, because, I mean... (sighs) I can't. It's unbelievable. (laughs) Because, I mean, we can't put the Warlord on, can we? He only managed him for a little bit, too. Although F- we after can sleep. definitely not put the warlord on. Well, all he cares about is what uh, Domino's pizza. Right, exactly. I
1: mean, he might make Death Valley. He might have to. So people are going to have to. Right, exactly. <laughs> Man, um, making the Death Valley of Harvey Whippleman—that's the real drizzling shit. And that's I, like I, the I just, lowest of the lowest. Especially, well, there's a guy that's got we'll get to that belongs there, like no matter what, because he always is in Death Valley. So, right, yeah. Uh, how about Mister Hughes? <laughs> like <laughs> Mr. Hughes, okay. To take a word from myself, it's the most like indescript. Like, like that's the best way I can describe Mr. Hughes. What the fuck is he like? He is he like a, a like an accountant who got mad or a <laughs> bouncer or something? Like what? Like why does he wear like dicky pants with suspenders and a tie and, and all this?
0: sunglasses? Don't forget that. But the sport kind. Is I, he a limo driver? Maybe. He's dressed like one.
1: I'm he could not even be, being funny. He could be a lot of different things. Secret service agent. He could be like agent. A, a fixer, like for the yeah, mafia. Yeah, right, like, a mafia fixer. Right, like there's all a hitman. An accountant. An accountant. A lawyer. Right, so there's all this stuff. He's got a briefcase, so what's in the briefcase? What the Cookies. fuck is... But in all honesty, like, what the fuck is Mr.
0: Hughes? A very underrated wrestler. What?! I don't know. I'm just, no, get I'm re- out of I'm here! Are you here, kidding Quinn. me? I am kidding you. Yeah, I've never been more bored no, he's than in Mr. Hughes' match. He's no, he's really boring. Yeah. Trust me. I've never. And plus, in the WWF, like he was always there for like a day, and then he was gone. Like, yeah, every same time. thing in ECW. Yeah, all he was the there time. For a day, and
1: then he'd be back in WWF. Like what? The, who did
0: he work for? <laughs> I don't like, know.
1: Did he, I, did he have his own firm? Like because he's he, he
0: dressed up. Is he? Oh, you know what he is? He's
1: a personal bodyguard. Well, he was sometimes, but then sometimes he was a wrestler. <laughs> well, because like, They also a- alluded to that he played football, maybe. Didn't they say that? I swear somebody JR said that. JR probably did in 93 yeah. when he was
0: there. Yeah, Curtis, he was a good football player there. Yeah. Like, not supposed As to say wearing that. wearing a suit. <laughs> yeah, well, because he's JR and he like yeah. can't help himself. Yeah, that's you football, know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, that's good football player. Since so early JR before yeah. school. Do you remember <laughs> when JR
1: would just, like, every single person, our uh, number 19 at the University of Florida, like, every every. <laughs> fucking time like it you know jr wanted to be a football announcer it got oh, so bad, bad that when the xfl came around guess who was like first in <laughs> line to do the commentary
0: jr he was there yeah remember like for a while it was jr and king and it was like really surreal it's like hey. why are jr and king doing football <laughs> on their like, off the day fuck is going like, on here yeah so i guess we <laughs> tr- no <laughs> yeah. i guess what you're trying to say though it's mr hughes is not I making this right okay
1: conscience but Mr. and Let's get some people on. So uh, I want to I say Bertha, Bertha Faye. Faye without question,
0: right? Good. I've always defended Bertha Faye. I'll continue to defend Bertha Faye. I think it's a travesty that they didn't use her properly and that she was a little ahead of her time with that big imposing monster. It's the Nia Jax. Right. It's, True. it's that. It's the Nia Jax, but she's not related to The Rock. All thankfully. right. <laughs> <laughs> <So>. Nevertheless, <laughs> Quinn, uh, she's she's been no longer with us for a long time actually around Wait, the Wait, what? 2001.
1: Uh, she should get in the Hall of Fame because they had they put women in now the classic women. I Is think she classic? She, she should get the posthumous, You know,
0: <laughs> after being funny, yeah, right? humorous. yeah, posthumous. Well, she was funny. She was kind of funny, but I, from what everything I gather and the little bit that I've seen. She was much better in her Monster Ripper gimmick, which yeah. is what she came in as. What do you think,
1: actually? I know you love Bull Nakano, but as the big women are concerned, who do you think's the better? Bull Nakano. Okay. Oh, Bull Nakano's incredible. Even even though you like Bertha Faye a lot, too? Yeah, I like Bull Nakano okay. a
0: Bull Nakano's one of my favorite women's wrestlers <laughs> ever. We should have Bull Nakano on this show. I would, if she speaks uh, English. <laughs> she probably does. She, probably, she
1: lives in Florida. She runs a business like she and she works too. in America. And like she golfs. I
0: would hope that she speaks English. I would talk to Yeah, Kiko Nakano. Yeah. Nakano. yeah. Not, she seems like a very nice lady. She does. And she's very attractive. She is and she's like 60
1: years old but she doesn't look yeah. like that. But, yeah,
0: she is getting up there. Right. She's like closing it on sixty. Yeah, you're I right. saw
1: that she uh, got in the ring recently. Uh, just you know, yeah. did a spot. Yeah, like, yeah, like, made a little punch
0: maybe I saw or that something. Too. Yeah, folks, uh, forgive us if we diverge. We're talking about Harvey fucking Whippleman. Yeah. Okay, we okay. have to. Yeah. <laughs> it's a but Bertha, right? Yeah. Okay. Because at least there was a storyline. It wasn't like a one and done, like Mister Hughes, mm-hmm. where he's just like ah.
1: And I got to give it to uh, Bertha and Harvey for give go- it to for him.
0: going um going, it going
1: well. Like, doing a good job with that gimmick, considering, like, no one cared. Literally no one
0: cared. You could tell they tried, though, like, really hard. You know what the worst thing is, Quinn? Having a gimmick that no one cares about in the WWF in 1995. Right. (laughs) Just like a gimmick. But I I have to hand it to the two
1: people involved, because even though no one cared... They tried. you, you, You could tell they cared
0: a lot. They tried. Yeah. You know what? Okay. Yeah. I'm unhappy about this. Bertha Faye on Rushmore. All right. (laughs) Okay. For number two, Bertha Faye. (laughs) Wee doggy. I think it's going to have to be Adam Baum as number three, or maybe Kamala. But I don't What what about Quang? Is he? No, okay. Yeah, we'll talk about him later. <laughs> I,
1: I, I mean, it's, I have to say these things because I only know of, like, one for sure that would be on Death Valley. Yeah, no, I know. Like, literally anyone could make it on anything. <laughs> That's the so, problem yeah. we have. Do uh, we have to talk about Big Bully Busick? Because he's not a for sure either to me. What is there to say about him? Well, he did have that good moment where um he was picking up. on Mike McGurk and Sid came out and beat him up. Even though, which is weird because Sid would be Harvey late like a couple months later. He was still a face, but then. that's one of my actually like I saw that on Superstars recently for the first time. I never see Apparently, it's like a big memorable moment. But it was challenge. Whatever. Yeah, McGurk it was, would it was be on, on challenge. Yeah, it was on one of them. It's think. gotta
0: be accurate for Richard. Yeah.
1: Okay, so it was on challenge, and basically like like they he these two these two assholes are really like actually bullying Mike McGurk, which I never saw Big Bully Busick actually bully anyone other than Mike McGurk. <laughs> Why did he dress like that? So, I've always tried to figure... This is another. Why is Harvey always associated with these kind of people? Like,
0: <laughs> I think they so were friends in real life, too. He's got
1: a bowler hat
0: on. Yeah, a turtleneck,
1: but, usually. Yeah, a turtleneck. But, you know, like, he's got that mustache. So, is he, like, from the past? Did he come yeah. from a time machine or something? Like,
0: I think he is.
1: He looks like either, like, a Popeye character <laughs> or... Like some guy from like the nineteen tens or like even yeah. earlier. Like, like somebody that'd be like hanging out with Farmer Burns. And be like, hey, say like that. Yeah. One yeah. of those, right? Maybe like a heavy in Farmer Burns' bar where the wrestling is at. <laughs> like the one like the guy at the door. So he was like a saloon keeper. Right. Is that yeah. what you're trying to say? He could also just be the bartender at a saloon. Not the, a not a bar, a in saloon. In the tens, in the like the nineteen oh ten. Did you know this is interesting? Just on go. an aside that what? I learned recently from watching the Prohibition documentary. Who who did that? Uh, Ken Burns. It was really good. Ken. Yeah, All you right. should watch it. It's pretty good. It's on on Okay. Um, it's I mean, it's only like three parts or something. It's really That's short. Good.
0: Yeah, it's short for him.
1: Um, do you know that they called them saloons up till Prohibition, and then like basically the reason one of the one of the reasons for Prohibition is that word saloon had such a bad connotation with it because they would just like have drunks like would sleep on the like outside of the saloon like oh good like times. it was like really
0: bad simpler so times. like
1: after prohibition they kind of just stopped calling them saloons and they were
0: bars after that so now anytime it's called a saloon some more it's an old-timey type of thing, right, right? It, like it, a ironic
1: essentially they are the same place right like a bar is a saloon but they just don't call it that because there was like a really bad connotation with it
0: a bar and a tavern are different though and a pub Right, technically, yes. P- pubs is short for public house, but a bar and a saloon—they're they're kind of one in the, the same. The same thing, okay. Yeah. So, does that mean that? But Busick sucked. I mean, and you know, he passed away a few months ago. I don't want to be too harsh, but he sucked. Well, he, <laughs> he did And why did he get fired again? I don't know. Did he want more money like everyone else? And everyone,
1: why did everyone expect a big payday for doing nothing? Well, <laughs>
0: well, like, that's called America. Right. But I don't know if uh, I don't know if Busick. He might have just left. He might have been like, I don't want to do this. I, it's possible. I don't know. He well, seems like another guy that would try to beat up Vince. You know what? Well, <laughs> no, I don't think so. You know what it probably was, Quinn? Again, if I just had to spitball here, mm-hmm. when he left was around the end of 91, and that's when they were really starting to thin out the roster. What do you mean? That was at the, more in the middle of 92, I think. They, no, they were thinning guys out. Warlord gone, Barbarian gone soon after, like late True, 91, early 92. but they were beefing
1: up on the high-class talent by 92. like well, the, like Ric Flair. But. The first... Four months of '92 probably has the, the most amount of like main event yeah. class talent.
0: Yeah, that's why because they got rid of guys like yeah. Busick yeah. and Warlord, you right. know. But yeah, he might have just led. They might have just cut him for cost cutting. Maybe they had nothing for him. I mean, what was he gonna do? Be he a was bully? A fucking jobber?
1: What do you mean he was a jobber? He beat people. He beat other jobbers. He had a name. He, he wasn't just like
0: a nobody. I think Brooklyn Brawler beat him. They had like a battle of the bullies, I'm not kidding. When? In like ninety one or something. I think He was a, there
1: for like a month. How did how did that happen? The Brooklyn
0: Brawler had a feud with him. But he was feuding with Sid, I thought. Well, I don't know. But anyway. That's Adam, weird. That did that really happen? Yes. Adam Baum or Kamala is number three. It's gotta be one of them as number three. I'm gonna okay, I I'm really
1: saddened to say this. I gotta go with Kamala. Yeah. No, I agree. Like, I agree. At least he had a feud with the Undertaker under Harvey's tutelage. Two pay per view matches out yeah, of it too. That's something. That is something. Yeah. Uh, I didn't.
0: I didn't see Undertaker on pay per view. No, they're not good. Uh, but when you're <laughs>
1: dealing with the likes of Quang and right, you know another guy that we're saving.
0: Um, uh, well, yeah. Actually, though, no, no. If we're talking about people that had pay per view matches you with the can't Undertaker,
1: nominate
0: no. Why? Oh, because you have to consider the wrestling factor of and it too, the right? The end of the match. Okay. All yeah. right. Okay. 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 I get what you're saying, right? Without saying it. Yes. So Kamala's number three, then. Yeah, it's got to be. At least Kamala hey. had somewhat of a conclusive ending, I guess. No, they did. Because remember, they they were all mad at them for losing the Caskey match, and they like beat him up, and then Slick got like Slick was what happy. Was that about? By the way, that that's. Well, Not they were nice. mad at Kamala, both right. of them. Even kimchi. Weren't
1: they whipping him or something? With that little Probably, yes. Thing? Yes, yeah. I think
0: so. And yeah. then Slick, the Reverend Slick, had right. enough, so he stormed in. Yeah. And they beat up Slick, and then Kamala defended Slick. It was good. That was good. It actually is. <laughs> I'm a fan of the Reverend Slick. <laughs> I like Reverend Slick. He's nice. Yeah. He's a nice man. Uh, all right, so Kamala then. Yeah. All right, for number three, hey, sometimes you got to do what you got to do, right? Right do it Kamala Kamala
1: I've... are the only Rushmore Kamala <laughs> would be on other than like the Mount Rushmore Death Valley of Kamala's like all <laughs> like all the if it's like mini Kamala and like all that shit white Kamala Stan Frazier do you think that oh man if there was eight Kamala's oh, please, I think there's eight. only like four damn is Sorry. there enough doinks that would be a good Rushmore if you count
0: if you count do- people that have dressed up like him what about doink dink pink and wink that's four right there. Well, no, no, no. Don't even worry about the midgets, right? Right. If you count all the people, yeah, but I'm that, saying and all the other Kern, Born, Ray Apollo, um, the Brooklyn Brawler, Southern Doink or whatever he is, Alabama Doink, Alabama. <laughs> Doink. That's five um, people that dressed up like him sometimes Chris too. Chris Jericho, Nick Dinsmore played yeah. him once or twice. Uh, Dusty Wolf. Um, oh my God! Men on a Mission. That the Bushwhackers. And the and the midgets and the midgets we need, but to, they're not doinks. They're dinks and winks. Put that in the cellar. Someone, like in someone, the, add that to the list so we don't forget. Okay, yeah, someone, that, please that put it is on the list. Definitely an extra. Oh, like, it'll, without, it'll when, be about uh, doink. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is without question <laughs> the Mel Rushmore Death Valley of doink. No doinks. doinks. That's amazing. <laughs> All right, is Adam Bomb number four? I think so.
1: I yeah, he has to be. I I, I don't think there's anyone. Everyone better.
0: else on here is. Like what about they well suck?
1: done? More what I about guess. Well done. <sighs> okay, can you refresh me on well? I never
0: remember these guys. Like that's because they weren't memorable. Yeah. So well done, folks. Well was, and done. Yeah, they were well and done. Timothy Well and Stephen Dunn Yeah. Uh, they had had a better run in Portland and in uh, USWA as the God, Southern. Now we're talking about Portland well, people. You have to as the Southern Rockers and uh, basically in the same vein as the Rock and Roll Express and the Rockers and blah blah, blah that whole thing. Uh when they came to the WF in nineteen ninety three, they were the uh they were renamed to Well Done, Timothy Well and Stephen Dunn. And they were the ones that wore like stripper attire or like remember they had like bow ties. And like stuff? muscly men too. Kind I, of like I, pretty boy muscly men. Yeah. And they did nothing. Yeah, I don't know they what the point of them was. Did nothing. They just had tights that said their name on it. Yep, and they were there like on and off. Like you'd see him occasionally in '94. I think they were both in, or at least one of them was in the '95 Rumble because they had nobody in '95. I remember that, and yes. I feel like that's
1: the really the only time I saw them. Like they, were, yeah. and maybe on Action Zone once,
0: probably. Yeah. But that's their only pay per view appearance. Would be at the Royal Rumble '95. They're a Death Valley nominee, if anything. Yeah, I mean, like, I just wanted to get their name there. N- they're garbage. Like they're okay. they're complete crap. Okay, yeah. yeah, I agree with you. So then it's got to be Adam Bomb, I think. Yeah, Adam Bomb.
1: All right, so. <laughs> Adam Bomb is like, ju- basically Adam Bomb is only there just because of the company <laughs>
0: yeah, we're I dealing with here. All right. Ugh. All right, for number four, Adam Bomb. Well, to uh, to recap for one of our new patrons, uh, Joe McBride, how about okay, that? Okay, how about that? The Mount Rushmore. <laughs> my god oh, better take take this mountain down after yeah. this <laughs> this mountain's already crumbling it's very much crumbling <laughs> uh, the Val rush of harvey whippleman protege is the justice yep bertha Faye. kamala <laughs> and adam bomb <laughs> that's our, that could be a death valley it like, could that, easily uh, yeah <laughs> that's our, they're all bad <laughs> <laughs> well quinn i think we both know who the worst is, I think it's another time where we just both say it at the same time on the count of three. One, two, three. Giant, Giant Gonzalez. Gonzalez. Well, your favorite. Oh, the, the guy, he always does. The
1: perennial, like, he's like, I would say he's like the king with Paulo he, Silva. Like yep. They're like the two
0: kings of Death they, Valley. They are. Like, he is the champion Like let's of just, Death Valley. Let's just
1: say Giant Gonzalez is the king of the north side of Death Valley. And Paulo Silva's
0: the king of the south side. That's fine with me. Yeah, how about when, that? Because seriously, John Gonzalez. Anytime there's anything he qualifies for, he makes it. <laughs> yeah. And it's so sad because he seems like he was such a nice man. Right? Is he still alive? Very much not. <laughs> when very. Did, when did he Very pass? very dead. I don't know. Probably like 2001. Is no. it because did he have
1: giantism?
0: No. Yeah. I'll tell you right now because this is this is the uh, the extra. So it's okay. okay yeah. If we right. diverge a little. Oh, he died in 2010. Oh, that's more recent how old was he he was uh 43 Aww, that's sad. 44 and uh so basically he died let's see if it says um i don't see that it says how he died but it was some kind of health you know right related to his um, bigness um i don't know if it was even related to bigness it, okay. i mean probably but it wasn't i mean you can't
1: be eight feet tall and not like have some kind of
0: problem right or yeah or at least like get something and it's compounded by the mm-hmm. fact that you're eight feet tall or whatever he was right. um okay yeah i mean how much more do you say about him well <laughs> you know what though hang on oh my god i want to, to find f- a way to make him safe what because even if he doesn't he, he can't make rush more that's already over with right you're
1: not gonna save Diane hang Gonzalez. on here <laughs> how okay okay make a case
0: he had a very impressive debut at Royal Shut <laughs> up Royal Rumble ninety three because he storms in in his hairy outfit. Yeah. And he illuminates the Undertaker with like a chop, which no one did. You know, that's yeah, but, impressive to do but that. A very ladylike chop. A chop nonetheless.
1: He fused. <laughs> it's feuds it's with the kind un- of chop I, I could do in a wrestling match.
0: To Brian Malonis?
1: If if prompted,
0: yes. Well, let's have Crockett make sure that Malonus knows that, okay? Yeah, I
1: don't want to go there.
0: No, let's not go there right don't now. Want, I don't we'll want to escalate. That. No, you, know, you really but, don't. Yeah, I really don't. But with Gonzalez, so he wants a I want Undertaker, right? Because right. Harvey Whippleman is still very much pissed off right. about the Undertaker beating up Kamala and causing all of that, right? So his meal ticket was yeah, gone. Yeah, that was only like two months ago, right? Yeah. So we're going to fight at WrestleMania. And Gonzalez uses the chloroform, which is very creative, if you ask me. That's, to me,
1: what makes it dumb it's very inventive no it's not because so good he's so big why does he need chloroform well because the Undertaker is like a zombie so you got to do what you gotta do yeah but his bigness is it's like kind of like the yeti not the wrestler the yeti but the actual yeti we're it's talking like, about
0: this again from the, the Himalayas
1: like from, yeah from the Himalayas like <laughs> does like a yeti to fight like undead zombies like can it just like step on them or whatever like isn't that like isn't is that, that what the, it is isn't that like I'm just saying like the counter to, like, is just being, like, big or, or like... I think the counter's made of, a, a made drop of to hole. flames or something, yeah. Who's made of flames? Like, Cain. Like, <laughs> I've always noticed that, like, zombies are... Zombies are usually weak to, like, giants or something with fire because they, like, burn, like... But or ju- chloroform. Because remember, like, also in, like... Have you ever seen, like, The Lord of the Rings? Or no. One of the, like, one of those movies, like, where, like, there's giants, right? And they usually, sure. like if there's zombie-like creatures like in Game of Thrones, like, giants can usually, like, step on the zombies. So, like, then they just bust into bones. So that's, like, why giants are supposed to be another counter. But sometimes you can
0: just use the the chloroform. I don't like it, though. I don't think he needed it. He almost killed him. He just lost the match by DQ. He
1: didn't need to die. He's already dead.
0: Well, then Undertaker... That's not a counter! ...kept this feud with Harvey, and Harvey kept this feud with Undertaker. Right. And then they steal the urn with the help of Mr. Hughes. They steal the urn, Paul Bearer disappears, and they have the RIP match at SummerSlam 93, and it's very bad. Why dead. did it take so long to, like... Because Mr. Hughes there, came no, in. No,
1: no, no. Why does there need to be, like, all these, like, modifications of cat RIP match, and
0: what is this shit? Well, it's where you lose by, uh... You dying a, like yeah, I w- think so. resting
1: in peace yeah whatever that means they put a wreath in the context on at the end. of
0: living I'm not really sure what the like, rest in peace match was no DQ or something like that <laughs> but regardless um, it was his biggest protege he was the biggest but that's all I can Very really say. Big. he was a
1: big piece of shit that he was the biggest piece of shit if all these guys are a piece of shit and girls because Bertha mm. if they're all shitty he's the biggest piece of shit
0: but he's not worse than Quang
1: uh, yeah, he's worse than Quang.
0: No, because Quang never did shit. At least Gonzalez had... Quang knew karate
1: and he became Sabio Vega.
0: So, so Is that a good thing or a bad thing, Quang? Quang
1: was in a video game.
0: <laughs> John Gonzalez had an action figure. Yeah. A
1: Hasbro. Yeah, but its legs couldn't even like bend. Well, just like properly. the real thing. But no, he could bend he was a basketball player, wasn't he? A very bad one. <laughs> but he could play basketball. I So seen, can I. I've seen him run. <laughs> No, you haven't. Yeah.
0: What are you watching clips of Jorge Gonzalez playing basketball for?
1: Well, uh, I meant when I watched him on, um, I don't know, some show. It looked like step-by-step opening. Oh, uh, Baywatch. Yeah, that Baywatch
0: episode. With the kids. When are we going to review that? No, we'll do it eventually. <laughs> the, the giant Gonzalez Baywatch episode. Yeah, but Quinn, how many pay-per-view matches does Quang have with The Undertaker?
1: It doesn't matter. It
0: matters a little. You Just, use that same criteria elsewhere. Giant Gonzalez. No, you use the you same still, criteria to you, get Kamala in. You can't
1: be on pay-per-view yes, I can. and have a shitty match. like Kamala did and we put him on. At least Kamala had like a lot of stuff going on there,
0: that the hearse thing. And the chloroform, Quinn. The chloroform is... There was that crow? It's poor. There was this one time. The where, ending sucks, Joe. Stop th- defending it. You know it's dumb. The SummerSlam 93 match was was better. <laughs> I guess not by much. <laughs> it was a little better. It had a clean ending.
1: Who cares, though? I do. I like a good, clean finish. Okay. Are you going to get off this kick? You know, this Quang is. is worse, know, I you think. You know,
0: this is ridiculous. I think as a wrestler, uh, Jorge Gonzalez is worse, but I think it's. I as think a- Quang as a wrestler is better. Yeah, I just said that. So then, he's definitely better than Johnny Gonzalez. But we're talking about pairings here. It's not just who's the worst wrestler. You know the rules when we do these things. I
1: understand. I, I think still, that
0: I still think the pairings better. I think that Harvey Whippleman took Johnny Gonzalez to the top and took him to two pay per view matches. Well, he didn't did he he didn't win the sh- title. <laughs> he didn't win the title. But Quang <laughs> didn't win the title.
1: I know, but I'm saying so now. They're they're it's comparing apples to apples. I guess.
0: No, I don't know about apples. <laughs> it's being generous with your choice of like, produce, like a. A very large apple yeah. to an other small apple. Well, what about like a fat and pudgy apple? What about Mr. Hughes? It didn't do anything for Hughes either. Mr. Hughes is a big loser. That was. I but mean, I
1: can't. Okay, listen. I can't move on without Giant Gonzalez being in. Like, why? Because he sucks. He's horrible. I'm not. And, I'm and not you know disagreeing that. that he sucks. He's second only, to, in like, to me, and all wrestlers ever to like I don't know Paulo Silva. Like, as like the worst thing.
0: Is Nails maybe number three?
1: I don't know yet. He's up there. I have to figure that out. We'll have but, to figure that out. Yeah. Uh. Look. <laughs> I know. When you're second to Paulo Silva in worst. <sighs> he's horrible, Joe. I, I know that. His entire tenure in WWE was managed by Harvey.
0: Except the very end where he turned face and he wore a leather jacket. That Well, okay, whatever. No one remembers that, Yeah, though.
1: nobody remembers that. Oh, God. You have to. You can't. I know he's going on, Quinn. He's I'm, just, got, he, I'm saying he has to be in before we start inducting others because I can't. I disagree with that. I can't. Think no, I, I don't like this because, what, what you, because you put Kamala on. You just said on, he's going to make it. He so probably just will. So put him
0: in. No, 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 no. You, We're not ranking anything here. You put Kamala on Rushmore based on the fact that. That he had two pay-per-view matches with The Undertaker. Fair. Giant Gonzalez had two pay-per-view matches with The Undertaker. I'm going to say this. I think Giant Gonzalez had two worse matches with The Undertaker
1: Fine. than Kamala. Fine. When everyone sucks, if you have a better match, you're better. Yeah,
0: but I'm, I'm, we're not putting Gonzalez on Rushmore. We're just saying... I'm that.
1: just saying he, he's he's horrible,
0: Jeff. Yeah, but how many pay-per-view matches did Quang have with The Undertaker? But at least or Curtis Quang Yuse? didn't embarrass himself. Quinn, have you ever seen him?
1: he graduated to Savio Vegas so something he must have been he should have stayed
0: back a grade instead of graduating (laughs) yeah
1: Quang have you
0: seen (laughs) Quang are you serious yeah King of the Ring Rage in the Cage whatever it was Raw for 32X yeah I also had the Gonzalez action figure so if we're talking merch I had the Gonzalez action figure too well because it's a good figure.
1: I had it because it was rare. To be fair, and it was weird compared to all the other ones because it was like a later one. Yeah, I it was ninety four. Like, like, I thought, thought it was weird out. that it existed, so I found it on eBay. It's a good figure. Yeah, it's okay. It's it's like in
0: the bin back there. Now Gonzalez has stupid attire. Hmm. But Quang does too. He looks like an idiot. Hmm. He looks dumb. Stop defending Quang. You I know Quang's not good. I was swallowing my coke, by the way. But I
1: I think <laughs> that. If I had to judge it off a tire, it's
0: easily Giant Gonzalez-y.
1: I mean, he's got fuzzy underpants. And he made
0: the most of those fuzzy underpants and did the best he could. I don't know what you want me to tell you, but I don't think he should be number one. (laughs) Are you joking me? Why should he be number one? I can't believe we're arguing over this. If you hadn't used your special criteria to make Kamala on Rushmore. Kamala.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but okay. Quinn. Can I go to... Wait, without saying which we're not gonna this is everyone we have Big Bully Music The Warlord Sid Justice Kamala Giant Gonzalez Mr. Hughes Well Done Adam Bomb Quang Bertha Faye I don't know why the Brooklyn Brawlers listed on Wikia or whatever it's Steve Lombardi I mean, and the Rock and Roll RPMs whoever the fuck they are that's not even in WWE Tommy Lane and Mike Davis I'm not worried about that
0: he didn't even manage Brooklyn he managed Steve Lombardi right as kimchi right uh What is your point of reading this list? I'm sorry. My point is, is that Giant Gonzalez just sticks out like a
1: sore thumb as like the worst. I think when I look at a list like that, I think
0: Quang or or Bully are worse.
1: I think they're all, they all belong in Death Valley. I just think it's absurd
0: that Giant Gonzalez is not number one. No, it's not because Giant Gonzalez had two highly promoted rest, uh, (laughs) pay-per-view matches and
1: they fucking sucked.
0: So what? At least that he was up there. This is about not just wrestling quality. You're forgetting the criteria. It's how the pairing worked and what they did and what they accomplished. Name your favorite Bertha Faye match. You put the her one at, on. The one at SummerSlam. Shut 95. up. That's the only one you know. <laughs> Name your favorite fucking Kamala match. Come you on. You know it's not just about the match, though, either. Like, I know it, it, that. It, That's it, what I'm saying. It's overall,
1: right? Yes. I think Giant Gonzalez, overall, is the worst wrestler on this list. Quang.
0: He's the worst wrestler on this list on the planet, probably. <laughs> well Paul Silva lived, so Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Swishy yeah. <laughs> pants. But <laughs> that's not the whole criterion, though. Part criterion. of it. Criterion. Yeah. Part of it is the pairing. Yeah. And together they had a long year of ninety three. It was a long year of ninety-three. Here's why Giant Gonzalez And they had a I, long feud with The Undertaker. I got a good I got a good point to make, Karen. Giant
1: Gonzalez. No, you don't. Amongst Harvey people, right? What is something they always do with Harvey? Humiliate him? No, they put him with people that are way bigger than him, right? Yeah. To me, this is just normal Harvey as usual shit. Whereas Quang, it's like it's a little different. It's like Karate Man. Like it, it's a little. It's it's just it's a little more unique. Would no, you I, say? Would you give it that? The pairing.
0: Fine. It's yeah. different. It's yeah. a it's a shorter sucky wrestler, right? Instead of a tall sucky wrestler. Yeah. Right? I'm just saying. But which one was on the pay-per-view matches? (laughs) Come on, Quinn. You're
1: using this pay-per-view to just
0: override everything. I am because you, to get Bertha Faye on, you used, oh, they had a storyline. Yeah, the same with Kamala. It went on for months. This, Gonzalez, was from January to Uh, August. Yeah. You're ignoring that.
1: (laughs) And it was all bad, though. I didn't say it was good. I'm saying the Kamala story was better. Because even you How? said even you said it like led to like all that shit with with like Kamal Reverend bowling Slick. and all that stuff. Yeah. Nevertheless, this is Gonzalez a continuation thing, of that. This gi- Giant Gonzalez thing, he just was a big pussy and used chloroform and then, like, he's shitting. You want, like, you're fighting for this for, like, Pablo Melons and, like, all the 93 he he, he, lovers
0: he, he, of the world right now. Pablo Melons ain't listening to this. You, he's he's but not going to subscribe that's like to this. It, no, I'm the, not. You always defend this 93 I, shit. I am working within <laughs> the criteria that you already established in the Rushmore.
1: Right, I agree I really you, am. But I think when you use those criteria right he's like the low end of that criteria he's the
0: shitty which is why this is Death Valley but Quang is below that because Quang never had an extended storyline and never had any fucking matches that were ever mattered ever <laughs> that's my point he's less embarrassing let's Who put is? it that Quang I think he is
1: I no I don't think Just, so he has to be
0: he's the same
1: embarrassing you know what i don't care at this point they're both gonna make death valley so put quang first if you want who cares who cares all right quang's in yeah like who gives a shit Uh, i
0: do all right so for number one quang die 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 now i think Busick should go in
1: what no wait where's giant gonzalez he has to be in why you can't no like Why not? now you're going too far. I'm, I I gave you something right there. I
0: no. I made a very good case. You, come on. Well, I'm just saying, Mr.
1: Hughes. It is a tall tale to put Giant Gonzalez in
0: after Mr. Hughes. No, it, no, it's not. It's insane. What did the pairing of Hughes and Whippleman ever do? Giant Gonzalez. I'm well aware who we're speaking about. I'm One just of trying the
1: to. Most wretched things ever in
0: WWF. How how can you do this? Because the pairing It doesn't matter. It's all bad. Things. I know. We're not discussing Rushmore. I'm I serious. never said it was good. Every the pairing's bad. It's well, all bad. It's fine. You said yourself. The tall, that's it. So all of your criteria that you established that earlier. Is tall? Tall, which is the nice uh, contrast with short extended storyline, pay-per-view matches. He hits all the checkboxes and fucking Busick is shorter than Whippleman. if you've ever looked. Mr. Hughes that's did... That's not real, is it? Look, Mr. Hughes... Look, I'm serious. Mr. Hughes did nothing. Quang did nothing. That's why he's on. So, the point... I'm working within what you now, already set up. Now, wait. You forgot a big point of all
1: this. What? Remember the disappointment factor? We always take, talk about that. What?
0: Who would expect that to be good? <laughs> well, on. in 1993, <laughs> no one. If
1: you don't watch WCW, you you're like, holy shit, this guy's really tall. Like he might be able to beat the Undertaker. He's really it's, what? He's tall. Yeah, right. I'm saying this, mm-hmm. but it's disappointing because he immediately has to use chloroform to beat the Undertaker. And the whole, to me, the whole thing is ruined after that.
0: Well, no, he didn't immediately use chloroform. He he, he was, couldn't get the job done. He was very dominant at the Royal Rumble when he illegally eliminated the Undertaker. The Undertaker
1: wasn't looking. You know know he was
0: looking they went face to face. You know this is how things he was surprised though
1: is my point. It's like he wasn't ready for it. Yeah, what? Gonzalez ran in.
0: He lumbered down the aisle. Yeah, but
1: remember how Gorilla? always says you got to prepare for stuff and he wasn't expecting. This guy wasn't even in the company.
0: I know. Undertaker at least. Oh, so he had a good debut also. We can check that box as well. He didn't. What do you want him to do? I can't. I am I can't, fighting tooth and nail he, for gotta Jorge. He's got to be
1: on this.
0: Not not before Curtis Hughes or what? Nick Busek.
1: No, no, just no. The the previous. He's it, Giant Gonzalez, and that really all is all that really needed to ever be said. Anytime he should have been number one. Hang
0: on here. Anytime we've ever done a protegeist thing, the criteria part of it always includes not just their career as a wrestler, okay, but their career within the stable or under the tutelage of someone, right?
1: Okay. And Giant Gonzalez's entire tenure was under the tutelage of Harvey Whippleman. What I, why I'm, why I'm bringing that up is that we consistently throughout this entire episode, 21 or whatever the fuck, 21. have always agreed that like Giant Gonzalez is literally like the worst. Correct. And his entire tenure in WWE was
0: with Harvey Whippleman. So
1: how can you say that this is good?
0: I'll tell it. I didn't say it was good. You're, don't put words in my mouth.
1: <laughs> but you're you're trying to say it's not Death Valley.
0: If you want to listen, I'll tell you. Okay. I didn't even say it's not that. I said it's not yet. Because if we're going with tenure, and this, yes, you're right. John Gonzalez's entire WBF tenure is under Harvey Wibbleman, right? Right. But that's his whole WBF career, right? Mm-hmm. And he's bad. Yeah. And we and know horrible. that. Yeah. He's in every Death Valley yeah. that he qualifies right. for. Curtis Hughes, let's use him, right? Right. His whole career wasn't in the WWF. Right. And his whole career wasn't under the tutelage of Harvey Wippleman, Right. So, so if, he's got an advantage. Hang on here. No, he doesn't. Because when we do this, we are not worrying about the rest of their career. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yes. We're only worrying okay. about the time Fair. they're with this manager. However. And what did Curtis Hughes do? That's what I'm trying to say. During this period of time under Harvey, he accomplished less and did less than Jorge Gonzalez did. Plain and simple. Giant Gonzalez accomplished nothing. Who else gets WrestleMania matches with Undertaker?
1: Yeah, but he used to. He cheated. He didn't even. So what? No, but my point is. is A heel cheated. this was supposed to be a long-term feud, right? It was. Why? You can't start it off that Giant Gonzalez has to cheat. Sure you can. get a DQ. Sure you can. I think that's a way poor start
0: to. That's that's not how it started. That's That's not not even how a feud started. The feud started because he eliminated the Undertaker from the Royal Rumble. This is insane, Joe. This, it makes perfect sense. It's one of the worst wrestlers to ever exist. I agree.
1: <laughs> he is managed by Harvey the whole time. Who's it, one of the worst managers you know, ever? Okay, this isn't even a political thing. This is like, what? This is, this is like how usually presidents are decided, right? Like, it doesn't matter. What? <sighs> no, just hear me out. Okay, I will. Um, usually like, and it's it's the same with like employers or whatever. What the hell if, are you talking about? If it happens under your watch, you're responsible for it, right? Yeah. Like any, like I'm talking like going back to the beginning, right? Whatever happens under their watch, even if they didn't directly have like control over whatever. And what's your point, Quinn? The, the buck stops there, right? Harvey is responsible for all of this. He's connected yeah. with Giant Gonzalez yes. the whole way through. Giant Gonzalez is the worst thing ever i don't disagree how can you it's like saying harvey shouldn't own up what do you mean because you're you're trying to say that if he's responsible for the worst thing ever that somehow giant gonzales isn't the worst thing that harvey whippleman
0: did it's not but it has to be by virtue of giant gonzales being the worst no they're not mutually exclusive we're talking pairings (laughs) here pairings pairings the pairing is... It's better than... It's like an adequate, you know, like,
1: it's, right, it's see? fine. Adequate. But like That, to me, is literally the only thing going for
0: it. Nick Busick, Quinn, <laughs> big bully Busick, did absolutely nothing. Yeah, but at least there's a moment there
1: that's Giant actually Gonzalez good. Had
0: a memorable memorable debut, had a memorable chloroform, and had First a memorable of all, is rest in peace. there? He, uh, yes. Uh, okay. He yeah, walks him down is. the aisle. And Just like, making sure. <laughs> Girl that little funny. or something, right? Bobby keeps asking who it is, and girl is like, "I don't know." <laughs> like mm-hmm. all mad, it was. It's actually very funny. No, I think I think uh, Curtis Hughes or a uh, Big Bully Music should go in next. Quinn, <laughs> will it make you happy if I just, I just put Johnny Gonzalez in? The fans are probably who are
1: listening to this. They're like, they, "Can they, we just move past this?" They can agree with just- me. No, they don't. But most can, of them do. Can we just put Gonzalez in so we can talk about something else? I'll put him in. We can we just put him in? Yeah, it's you fine. You got him. You got him to number two. That should be enough. That's
0: all I wanted to do. Like, <laughs> I don't. We don't have all night here. Yeah. For number two. Sorry. Die die <laughs> die! All right. Now for real though, I really do think that Hughes or Busick should you go think? in. What about Warlord? I feel like with Warlord, at least out of the those three people, right. Yeah. <laughs> Big Bully Musick, Mister Hughes, and Warlord. At least the Warlord is something. Yeah, he
1: he's okay. <laughs> not, but, but by the time he got to Harvey Whippleman's tutelage, he was like a joke. Yeah, because all he cared about was Domino's Pizza. He like sucked. literally, like, it's, he, it's that. Like it's past the Bulldog Feud. So like he's really crappy at that point. He's just like a big idiot. I think Bulldog
0: beats him one last time too for fun. <laughs> just, At like Tuesday in Texas but or something. For no reason. Yeah. Like I'm not even yeah. kidding. I think that actually happens. Yeah. Like while Harvey manages Warlord. That's weird. Yeah, I think that's real. Um Well, they're I guess they're all bad, right? Everyone on this whole entire thing. I think
1: well done, still eligible because they just sucked. Like they were they nothing about
0: them was good. <sighs> nothing about them is good. They're probably decent wrestlers, though. They probably are, but again. Nope. I don't know. Ask Mike Mills or something. <laughs> I mean, he knows. <laughs> he would know. Yeah. Um. But they were. Um. I'm not finding out. No. If they're me neither. Be somewhere we don't. Else. Unless we happen to see them like yeah. on a review or I'm something. I'm sure that will happen one That'd day. That'd be great. But, yeah. <laughs> see the Southern Rockers. Yeah. Watch they're awesome. Yeah. You know. But what did they do in WWF on pay per view? They did the Rumble 95, maybe. Right. And that's it. <laughs> yeah. And Hughes. Hughes well, was it Quang in a Royal Rumble, by the way. Since
1: we were all yeah, crapping on Quang. No, so not- he was on pay per view in In the the, Royal Rumble I'm just saying he was you were you were given to Gonzalez credit for being in the Royal Rumble on pay-per-view so no he wasn't in the Royal Rumble wasn't he in it no didn't he like get he eliminated himself or some shit how did he get involved in that Undertaker he just stormed in
0: he's not in the Rumble he stormed in illegally oh I thought he was a number okay no number anyway back to uh, other than that though Quang had nothing on pay-per-view well, Quang's already in, so who cares about him? Hughes had that. King <laughs> Wait, of... is
1: Quang in? Oh, yeah, right, he's number, he's number one. one. Okay.
0: Uh-huh. Uh, Hughes had that match against Mister Perfect at King of the Ring, and that's like the only time you see him, like, ever in '93. Mr.
1: Hughes is horrible.
0: Okay. Like, he could <laughs> be number three. I hate him. Like, I, I just don't <laughs> like him in general. Like,
1: he's not good. He never was good. But the only thing that can save him, and Uh-oh. I'm gonna throw it back at you, I don't is because you said this. You said that, like, he was all over the place and like he he was only with Harvey for like that brief moment. So like does that like excuse him? Cuz we're just kind of we're we're looking
0: at well, Mr. Hughes a little too broadly here. The only thing is with the rest of the people on here that are eligible like Busick and Warlord, those 3 were all with Harvey only briefly. I think there's a stronger case for well done, to be honest with you. Because they were there for a long time. And, and they did were nothing. always with Harvey, That's and they fine. sucked, and yeah. they, were
1: like, they were like the action zone tag team, yeah. and they were just shitty. Okay,
0: because they were there from like 93 to 95, and yeah. you never saw them.
1: And it always seemed like, I don't know why, but it seemed like the WF for whatever reason was high on them, but they were never around. Like, just
0: probably, yeah, they are probably like, split in time, right? Yeah, they must have. And they probably just had nothing for them. They probably had no yeah. spot for them on the roster. The tag division sucked. By ninety three, it was awful. Yeah, especially ninety three.
1: Like four. when you decide that, like you know what, we're really gonna push hard for men on a mission. That's like by <laughs> ninety four. Like
0: you know, like you know, you're fucked. Yeah. When Shawn Michaels and Diesel win the tag titles, that's it just, like I felt out of like necessity. Yeah. That was like to restore order. Like
1: it, that's how that <laughs> felt to me. It was I know. like It was like this is horrible. <laughs> like because as much as I love Samu, like yeah, the headshrinkers were very poor. As, as faces, especially. As face tag champions. I didn't get that. Yeah,
0: it was really dumb. I like them as heels. They were good. They actually yeah. were a good tag team, but right. not as faces. Right. We- to m-
1: Again, to me, the Sean Diesel, it was like almost to restore some order <laughs> here. Like It's like, okay, get people who like
0: <laughs> deserve belts. Right. Like, and well done would not yeah. be people that deserve belts. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's put well done on. Let's get them on. Right. Fine with it, because they really didn't matter. Right, yeah. They're real garbage. They really, they mattered less than Gonzalez. Right. But they're, they're not the worst wrestlers in the world. so right. yeah. All right, so for number three, well done. Die, die, die. So it's gonna be, I think, a fight, Quinn, between Mr. Hughes, yep. Big Bully Busick. I feel Hughes and Big Bully are, like, interchangeable. So we're not worried about
1: the warlord? Um, I mean... I, mean, I don't think we need to worry. I don't think That's so. That's, like, not even anything, right? It's really not now, anything. The big Bully, I can <laughs> get Big Bully, actually. I don't think he belongs because at least he has a moment. Well, he, I can't
0: say the same for
1: Mr. Hughes.
0: Hughes did steal the Undertaker's urn. Was as, that under Harvey? Yeah, as part of the Gonzalez he feud. Was, he was with a million people, Mr. Hughes, like Triple H and shit. I know, and, <laughs> and Chris Jericho yeah. for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but Busick is so much more minor than Curtis Hughes. True. To be fair. I just I just really love that moment. I, I, I felt Big Bully
1: is not a result of, like, poor storylines or anything. Yeah. <laughs> because it seemed like they knew what to do with him, right? Like, they gave him an angle, and it was fun. And then, like, it was more just like, he didn't want to work there or something, which is like a behind-the-scenes thing and shouldn't be counted. (laughs)
0: Like, you know what I mean? I mean, yes, but he didn't, like, he didn't matter. (laughs) Yeah,
1: but we once, in some Rushmore, there was something about, like, I think it was because of, like, was that one where like Triple H didn't win the belt or something, and you were mad about it, but again, it was all backstage, so we excused that because of right. that reason. It's like I feel like the same rule applies with big bully Busick, like why he's safe, so you'd rather just put
0: Mr. Hughes in and where, is and there anybody is right else the that world. we're forgetting here? um no, nah, honestly no, yeah, yeah the I, I, warlord's not long enough, and Busick wasn't really either. It'd have to be Hughes anyway, yeah. I think it's Hughes. Yeah, well, because Mr. Hughes sucks. He always sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like Johnny
1: Gonzalez. It's just it's like Wang. It's it's, like, true. it's the same shit.
0: When was the only time Savio Vega was good in the WWF? The initial face As run? Savio Vega. The face yeah, run. Like, the face run. Yeah, not Los Barriquas no. edition. and not Nation right. edition. Okay. You know what? Mr. Hughes, because we know his whole body of work and he always sucks, and this was just more of that. It was bad. more sucking. All right, that's fine with me. So for number four, Mr. Hughes. Die, die, die. Uh, well, to recap for another new patron, that'd be Brian Slater this time around. Okay, Is this going
1: to be the new gimmick on this? Is Maybe like, every now that, and then, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah well, recap for this. Yeah. Has Donnie lost his privilege here? Well, Donnie doesn't listen to these, so we don't bother on the He's Patreon ones. He's a subscriber, ones. though. I know that. He doesn't listen. He <laughs> doesn't even know that these exist. I'm not even being mean if you are listening, Donnie, but you know how you are. He's going to like listen to what this one be? only. What do you mean? I don't know this"? <laughs> uh, so for, <laughs> to recap for Brian Slater, the Death Valley... Sounds just like the Rushmore, just four yeah. fucking sucky guys. Right. Of Harvey Wooden, the proteges. Quang. And at number two, Giant Gonzalez. <laughs> well done. And Mr. Hughes. That's awful. It's really what bad. What is
1: Rushmore again? Because I bet you, just say it. Just say Rushmore uh, real quick.
0: I don't, I don't, it's gone. It's Sid something. It's I, gone. It was Sid. They're both <laughs> Death Valley it was to me. Sid, it's... Bertha Faye, uh, uh, I'm trying to remember now, Kamala and Adam Bomb. Okay. It's all bad. Sid's <laughs> the only passable one. Yeah. Passable. Right. Not even like really good. Yeah. <laughs> Just acceptable.
1: We should have called it the Mount Rushmore and Death Valley of worst Harvey Whippleman protégés because that yeah. would be a little more accurate. <laughs> Just basically the best of the worst and the yeah. worst of the worst. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, uh, as always, thank you for your patronage. We hope you enjoyed this episode of uh, OVP Mount Rushmore and Death Valley Extra. So uh, until next time, I, of course, am Joe Morata. That is Michael Quinn. And, uh, you know, as we uh, roll through September here, we got some exciting things coming up. OVP 100 very, very soon after 99. Yeah. Wow. It's going to be a, uh, a very interesting season finale. Quinn. Three digits, 100 years. Yeah, so that that's should be it. the tagline. That's three digits, 100 years. So until next time, thanks for being a part of those 100 years. We will see you on the next thing that you listen to of us so long folks see ya